Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 42. Today, we will be discussing Game of Thrones, season eight, episode four, with the theme of rejection. Before we dive in, how are you doing today, Brooke? Oh, whew. finally, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've had a little bit of a rough uh, recording uh, session today. Yes. Trouble with our audio. It's never good when it starts off that way. But hey, we're brave. We're strong. We can do this. And so. we figured it out. Yeah. So it's good. Hey, yeah. did you watch the um, Met Gala? Or not watch it, but see the costumes and everything? I did. I saw some of them. They were incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, how does Katy Perry sit down? I don't even know. <laughs> I, we, ugh, that's very, that's so cool and artistic. I love that. Yeah. So I thought that was so cool. Thanks for bringing that up because um, I saw some, fun, I, I saw it. I saw some funny memes on some of the costumes and yeah. I thought they were so incredible and fun and just wearing this museum of art, you know, it's just. Do they, once they get in there. Do they sit down? I don't even know what the event. Do they walk I would in say around? It would depend if they could sit down. I don't. Or not, most of know. them, I don't think could. That's why I'm thinking. Hmm. Yeah, that was awesome though. I, yeah, you know, um, some of them were just so creative. Very so. cool. How are you? What's What's new? Anything? Happen? I am just thankful that we can record here. Me too. <laughs> That's hallelujah. That's all that I got to say. Me too. So it's awesome. Thank you. So. With watching back the Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and we were talking about celebrating, yeah, before a battle, yeah. What would you do before a battle? Yeah, or after a battle? Sorry, I was like before a battle. <laughs> no, it was I, what we last oh. week. It was what we ate before <laughs> yeah. the battle. Now it's after, after the battle. We won. Oh my gosh! You I know. think right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we gonna, would win, yeah. and you know, after we'd clean up everybody we've lost and deal with all of that, I'd want to put my feet up. I'd want to drink heavily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and just reflect. And hopefully I can enjoy life after that. Yeah. Just, yeah, I would want to like just be with my family or friends, mm-hmm. whoever survived. Yeah. Just hang out with you guys, you yes, know? Yes, exactly. Just kind of catch up. And I mean, everybody loves like when you go out at night and the next day you're like, hey, you call your friends like crazy night. Right. Woo!" (laughs) And just love going over. Yes. Um, So I'm hoping that in a case like that, it would be similar to where you can get back up on your feet and move forward. So. So listeners, what would you do? How would you celebrate after a battle? Let us know what you think. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You can also subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. Let us know. So in this last episode, which is called The Last of the Starks, with a theme of rejection, where did you see this? Well, I first want to say the episode, the whole 90 minutes flew by. I mean, there were hookups, proposals, heartbreaks, and goodbyes. And it moved me. It made me chuckle. It mm-hmm. made me blush. Aww. And it pissed me off. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to talk about. Right. I, were... felt, I felt very similar, um, you know, and just how everyone, I noticed that everyone seems to be rejecting opinions in this episode. And not only are emotions tested, but there seems to be a lot of talk upon allies and who are they and who or you know who would be more honorable to the throne and what is the best strategy to combat Cersei and King's Landing yeah there was so much of that in details and you know some people were taken back and there are innocent people that are being used as a shield to get to Cersei yes and a protective order in place uh, to maintain trust and peace from the people of King's Landing to Daenerys. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting to see how people react to that. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it seemed like a really challenging test to who you are now. Right. So it'll be interesting. I um, I was really happy to see the opening scene. Oh, yeah. That they were paying tribute. I mean, it was very somber. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw uh, Jorah's body on top of the pyre. Okay, yeah. 
and Danny is standing over him and kisses him goodbye and mm-hmm. whispers something to him. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder what she said. Um, and then we see Sansa crying over Theon. Yeah. And she places that wolf pin on his body. Right. Which it symbolizes the Stark, I don't know if it's pronounced Sigil. I always um, say Sigil. Sigil? Okay, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know the term very well. Um but I just felt it was so meaningful because it was honoring him as part of the Stark family. Oh, truly, yeah. And then we see all the other bodies. Right. Uh, I mean, there were so many. Yeah. There, Yeah, and there were already Unsullied um, standing there with the torches. Yes. Which I didn't catch that until I watched it again. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, how did they... You know, when did they all light them all? But I guess, you know, they were already lined up. And so yeah. it seemed like Daenerys and John and Sansa, yes. they all had... Um, were ready. Mm-hmm. To go to who they there were so to. many. But yeah. I love that they took that time to do that and pay tribute. Right. And then John proceeds to give this heartfelt speech. And it was so moving. Yeah. I mean, he talks about how important these people are and that these people came together to fight, even though they didn't like each other. But they fought side by side mm-hmm. so that others might live and that they should be honored and remembered not only now, but in generations to come, as long as man can draw breath. <laughs> yeah. He was speaking like that. Yes. <laughs> I love how extreme these speeches are in this era. It's just um, it also reminded me with him talking that way about all the people that have paved the way for us to be here now. Mm hmm. And so that kind of gave me a little bit of pause, too. Right. Yeah. I think we forget that other people made our lives possible. I'm not so easily. I'm constantly being reminded. Yeah. By, like, my mother, my mother-in-law. Like, you wouldn't be here if it weren't for me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's true. And neither would our children and and so on. Right? So it's true. You know, I mean, they get to look back at this legacy and remember what, you know, people did to survive. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So and then I heard that people were crushing on John yeah. after his speech. And uh, yeah, they were just loving it. Oh, good. and that they noticed uh, accent, which I noticed it, too. It was so like this. And yeah. Uh, uh, I so I I honor the people. Yeah, I heard what you had said, and so I'm like, oh, I didn't catch that right away. And so then I look back, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, but he has that like really cool like tone of voice. Yeah, you know? I loved it. Even on SNL, when I saw him on Saturday Night yes. Live, his voice is still like just very like mono toned, mm-hmm. and you know he's got a great voice. So. In the Great Hall, when um, they're all gathering and drinking and eating, Daenerys calls upon Gendry. Yeah. And she names him Lord of Storm's End. Mm-hmm. And being that he is the heir of Robert Baratheon, which is pretty cool acknowledgement. I was waiting for this moment for when he will be acknowledged. Yeah. And I wasn't sure where his character was going. And so I'm glad to see that this is what he's truly meant to be. Hopefully, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gendry rejected his heir, or his right as heir. And Daenerys argues back and tells Gendry that he is a lawful lord of Storm's End because that is what she has made him. So she's like, she's telling him, this is yeah. who you are. Yeah. And don't you forget it. Uh-huh. Um, so what a rewarding moment for him. I was pretty excited. Um, on the flip side, Daenerys seems to be plotting this uh, to have the loyalty of Storm's End forever. And that is because um, she and Tyrion were discussing that. And it seems like he knew that she was being a little bit sneaky, possibly. And mm-hmm. Sansa notices Daenerys discussing this with him. And it seems that she has some emotion towards that remark yeah. of Daenerys being clever. So we should, I, I tell you, Sansa is just not letting anything no, go not. by her. She's not. Nope. So, wow, all this drinking that was going on. Yeah. Who is making this alcohol? 
I mean, they barely have food, but they have enough alcohol. Totally. There was a woman in the background who shouted she that she has to get another barrel. <laughs> Can you believe? I'm like thinking, oh, like the way that she said it, I've got to get another barrel. I'm thinking, how is she going to get? Where's the forklift? Like, how do you get yeah. another barrel? Like, just go and get it. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, I saw some food. I watched it again. I'm like, oh, was there not enough food? And I look, and there, there seemed to be some food, but it was so dark yeah. in there. Well, I'm just talking about when Sansa says, how are we going to feed all these oh, people? I just understand. food in general, in general you know. Yeah. And then here they have all this alcohol. I mean, True. they're slushing it around. It's right. flying out of their cups, and well, they're yeah. just. And then when you when da- later on in the episode when Daenerys goes to see her dragons, there's like piles of bones everywhere. I'm like, man, where's the where's the food at? Where do yeah. they get all this? Yeah, you know, the, I don't ever see livestock. In I the, know, right? <laughs> show. <laughs> well, that's funny. But I can imagine there being more wine or ale than food after a fight. You know, after they that they just had. So yeah. I, too, would be drinking profusely. Um, oh, we even see Jamie drinking with Brienne. And she gives him that look as mm-hmm. she sips her ale. And She's getting tipsy. Right? <laughs> and apparently Starbucks is popular in Winterfell yes! as well. I love it. <laughs> so. Oh, they got so much um, free advertisement. Yeah. I couldn't believe that, honestly, when I read that the episodes, each episode is about $15 million expense, and then simply forget a dollar cup on the table. That's Five crazy. Dollar. Five dollar. <laughs> I, fe- yeah. I, I do the cost of the actual cup. I'm like, oh, oh, if, okay, I bring okay. my, if I re- bring my reusable cup, it's 50 cents. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, okay, man, you guys are getting it. Um, Torment. Surprise, surprise. He's had a lot to drink. Yeah. And he's talking about how John can befriend his enemy and still fight with them. He rides a dragon to get the king and they will follow John. Mm-hmm. He is strong, strong enough to get murdered, but doesn't get murdered. Yeah. He keeps fighting. What kind of a person does that? A madman or a king? And Daenerys seems to be having mixed feelings about that, right? Don't... She is not liking all the attention John is getting at all. And Tormund is boasting about John left and right. Yeah. And that look that she was giving John is discussed later in the episode when she's talking about it um, to John. And Danny tells John about her thoughts on the way that the North looks at him mm-hmm. and they would never look at her that way. Yeah. So she's come to a realization that she may never have loyalty from the North. And I think she's worried about that, don't you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Ooh. What an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, because I think everywhere she has been now does respect her. Yeah. And it's like now she's here and this is she's having a lot of trouble here. She doesn't fit in with the gang, huh? Yeah. So she's waited for a lifetime for the Iron Throne and I don't think anything will get in her way. I I hope not for her sake. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have some people on the other side of her that I wouldn't want to get hurt either. So, I mean, I just see Sansa and her just not ever coming to calming ground. Yeah. So, and I love Sansa. Yeah, I know. See, I want them to, I want Sansa to have that. I want her to have the North, but then I want Danny to have everything. Her six kingdoms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shall we yeah. Have it? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Tormund. He is rejected. Mm-hmm. He has been trying to get with Brienne for a while now, but it's not working out for him. And at first, they're playing this drinking game. Tyrion, Jamie, Podrick, and Brienne, they're all playing the old, I'm going to make a guess about your past, and if it's true, you drink. So after several rounds, the laughter takes a turn when Tyrion realizes something and says, you're a virgin to Brienne. She looks mortified and excuses herself. Yeah. And Tormund tries to follow her, but, you know, Jamie stops him and follows her himself. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion pours him a drink. Bam! Right then, Tormund is in shock and knows he is probably never going to be with Brienne. Wah, wah. He tells the hound 
that his heart is broken. (laughs) (laughs) And then later on in the episode, he tells John his business is done. He'll go back up to the north with his people. But he doesn't go empty-handed. He does get to bring Ghost. That's great. At least he, you know, he's he belongs. Yeah. And so I'm glad to see that worked out for Ghost well, and... And mm-hmm. he did not leave the party alone. So right. even though he was heartbroken, yeah. well, he, he got, got some consolation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was pretty cute, too, that Gendry, he asked Clegane if he has seen Arya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Clegane says to him, you could still smell burning bodies and that's what you're thinking about. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah. that's terrible. But it's true you know i mean why wouldn't he be thinking about that um so he denies it but you know i also think that clegane he seems to be revisiting past Mm -hmm. or possibly contemplating his future because he was already having like you said last week the ptsd Mm -hmm. um and he reunites with sansa aka little bird i love that he calls her that it's just that's their past. And he sees how much she has changed. And he stabs at her about how she was broken in rough by Ramsey Bolton. Mm. And laughs at how she got him back for the torment that he caused her. Yeah. With the hounds. Yeah. Yes. And he tells her that she wouldn't be the person that she is today if she left King's Landing with him way back when she couldn't even look at him. Yeah. And he mentions that to her. And I think... That's amazing, you know? So it's how far she's come, and she just walks right up to him. Like, no big deal. Yeah. So, bravo. Um, so speaking of... Um, Gendry. Let's talk about Gendry. Yeah. He is... <laughs> poor thing. He is rejected. But does he really know Arya? I mean, mm-hmm. he is so excited. Yeah. He tells her she's beautiful. He <laughs> loves her. And then he proposes. I think it's on his knee. <laughs> He bent the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, she gives him a great big kiss, which I thought was so sweet, and says, you'll be a wonderful lord, and any lady would be lucky to have you. But I'm not that lady. Yeah. That is not me. Yes, Aria, you go, girl. I mean, she let him down sweetly, but it was still rejection. Yeah. She knows exactly what she wants and what could be better than that. Yeah, and then she just turned right around and fires another arrow as if nothing ever happened. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She loves firing this. Yeah. Arrows. I mean, even when he came and he said, you should be out celebrating, she says, I am celebrating. Yeah. Because that's what lights her fire, exactly. right? Is shooting. And it's funny because her father in season one mentioned something similar about her getting married, and she said, no, that's not me. So she rejected the idea then and now. So she's pretty consistent with her personality. Yeah. She has not really, she's only advanced her skills and knowledge, mm-hmm. but still stay, stay the yeah. same person. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Jamie goes to Brienne's ooh. room. And he seems kind of jealous when he mentions mm-hmm. Tormund in Brienne's presence. And she even says that. She's like, I hear jealousy in your voice. <laughs> I know. Um, he admits it. And he's... Uh, He's so hot in there, and he tries to unbutton his shirt. How goofy, right, with the one yeah, hand? Yeah, was. Um, and she ends up doing it for him. And, and then he starts unbuttoning her shirt as well at the yeah. same time. And she's just, I thought that, I, I was smiling. I was so happy for that moment. And I've been waiting to see it unravel since he got to Winterfell because the way that he's been looking at her. Mm. And he protected her when Tyrion calls her out for being a virgin, even though she was violated by those damn beasts. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jamie also protected her then. So I, oh my gosh, so this scene, I was so embarrassed for her. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want, I even, I even like, you know, got kind of balled up and covered my eyes. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to see it because I don't know. I just, I don't know what it was. I was just feeling, I don't know, uncomfortable for her. Aww. And um, I think probably because Jamie's so experienced and she's so unexperienced. Yeah. And here they were. And then it was awkward because he had to like, he tried, he lunged at her, but it was like up. So it was very awkward, <laughs> right? It wasn't like, you know, Aww. you take, you know, someone in your arms. Yeah. No, it was like, oh, trying to get up there. And um, trying to get up there. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny because Jamie and Tyrion were talking and Tyrion tells Jamie he's happy for him. And he says, I'm happy that you finally have to climb for it. <laughs> and then yeah. he says, do you know how long I've waited to tell tall jokes? That's awesome. Yeah. So it was very brotherly moment. It was. So. I like that they bonded. And I, I think it's funny, too, when Tyrion tells uh, Jamie that he says, I haven't had sex in years. Yeah. He's all, t- oh, yeah, yeah. He's all tell me what it's like. I was oh, laughing like, so no, hard when no. he said that. Because I could just, I don't know, because like how he was before when he was at King's Landing, you mm-hmm. know, he just had everything, it seemed. Um, and so it's just funny to see how he's gone so sterile, I guess. <laughs> and he's just dedicated his life to Daenerys. Yeah. Um, Jamie ends up rejecting Brienne later mm-hmm. in the episode. Um, when he leaves to King's Landing and after hearing about what Cersei has been up to, Brienne pleads to Jamie to stay with her as she leaves, as he leaves in the middle of the night. And is this it for Jamie? Is he going to die after he is now loved by oh Brienne? Um, Brienne also told him that she believes that Jamie is a good man. And he then confessed to some horrible things that he has done for Cersei. While Brienne is devastated, she does not want him to go. I know. And the way he says it all. Mm-hmm. He, and he says, I pushed a boy out of the tower and crippled him for Cersei. Yeah. I strangled my cousin with my bare hands for Cersei. Yeah. I would have murdered every man, woman, and child for Cersei. Yeah. She is hateful and so am I. Ugh. And then, she, of course, she's weeping. But it makes me wonder. It's It kind of seems out of her character. It does, but I think it's like she finally, like, when was her chance, like, it didn't seem like she maybe has had a chance to love or be loved. Like, we don't know yeah. her story uh, and how she became who she is, I guess. So, uh, and they do have somewhat of a past. So I just figure, you know, she had that little fairy tale moment, sleeping all huddled yeah. up in there, all warm and cozy. And I just thought, you know, it, like, as far as her out of character, I think it still makes sense for her to be sad and showing this different side that she still is human. She's not like a Clegane brother or sister Mm -hmm. because they don't seem to have emotion. Um, Yeah. Gregor and um, the Hound. So, I don't know. I feel like it was good to see that. And as they're concluding Game of Thrones, I want to see more from her. So I was glad. Yeah. I do want to see more of her. So, yes. Um, You know, but I just like the strong woman that she was. And I'm not saying she shouldn't have shed a tear. I get that part. I just... She might go after him. I don't know. Yeah. She might go after her love. Yeah. I don't know. Um, And, you know, it's funny because I thought the same thing, too, about Jamie dying. Like, when he was riding off, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going off to die. Mm Mm-hmm. Because now he has been, been fulfilled. Yeah. He's had his brother. He's had someone other than his sister. You know, or, or yeah. you know, because I don't know how he truly feels about Brienne, but I know that he... Um, well, we know how he feels about Cersei. Yeah, but I, I, but with Brienne, it's like he just deeply respects her. So I think that that was such an important part for that. I was not really thinking... I knew that she adored him, but I didn't know how he felt about her. So that was interesting seeing all of that part, too. I just think when he heard Sansa and Brienne talking about what Cersei did, he's just like, it's in his hands to finish her, in his mind thinking. Like, mm, well, you know? Yeah. So he's on his way yeah. back, and we'll find out, hopefully, next episode. We've only got two left, people. Yeah. What's going on? Okay, so let's talk about Danny. Mm-hmm. She was rejected twice in her conversation with John. Oh, yeah. I mean, he tells her that he didn't know... Uh, Sir Jorah well but he knows this that if he could have chosen it would have been you know chosen how to die it would have been to protect her Mm -hmm. she says that he loved her but she couldn't love him back that way not the way that she loves John and they start to kiss and undress each other but then they stop and John backs away yeah rejection one she says, I wish you hadn't told me. I would be happy right now. 
And she proceeds to tell him to keep his birthright a secret. And that it'll it will cause division. And he says he must tell his family the truth. Mm-hmm. He owes them that. Right. Rejection too. Yeah. He says we can all still live together. And she says, Yes, I just told you how. Ooh. He's always like, the Jew gotta do right, you know. He's just he's just so morally adept. So I I kinda wish she didn't I mean, I had a feeling he was going to say that. So it's like, I know they made her say that, but I kind of wish she hadn't pressed upon it. I don't know. Well, that's the soap opera for you. Right. Some Like today I'm watching it again and I'm like, I feel like I'm watching a soap opera. <laughs> there were just moments where like the music would kick in yeah. and then the speech. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Daytime TV for yeah. mama. That's why I love it. Love it. <laughs> so... Then there's Sansa's request, and it's rejected. Mm-hmm. So as they prepare for battle, Tyrion advises Danny to save the people in King's Landing, but remove Cersei. And John said, yeah, let's defeat them in the field. But Sansa requests that they let the troops rest because they are exhausted. But Danny says, I came north at a great cost to me and my armies. And now that it is time to reciprocate, you want me to wait the longer I leave my enemies alone, the stronger they become. And John says, if you command, we will obey. Sansa and Arya look at each other. Danny says, we have won the great war. Now we will win the last one. Yeah. I mean, Daenerys, I just thought that was eye awakening for the siblings. Yeah. To see that John is backing the queen of the seven kingdoms and the north and how they will honor her allegiance at her command. So I think that's pretty like he's got two sides here. I know. It's he's it's he's like tough a for mediator. Him. Yeah. The woman he loves and mm-hmm. his family. Huh. That yeah. sounds like probably a lot of people. <laughs> I know. You know? And we keep saying Sansa is just not budging at all. I mean, look at the way that she looks at Daenerys. Even after winning the Great War, something is brewing, and I just don't think Sansa will let up on this topic. I don't know what it is, but I just don't see it. I mean, Daenerys proved herself with these dragons. I sort of feel like it's because she knows Danny really wants what she wants, but Sansa really wants what she wants, the mm-hmm. North. So neither one wants to budge. Yeah. Um, have to. I'm saying, you know, yeah, something is going to have to happen. Yeah. So the Starks have a family meeting. Sansa and Arya don't trust the queen. And while Arya says she understands and is grateful to her for helping them, she says that they need to stick together because they are the last of the Starks. Yeah. John says, I have never been a Stark. Arya says, You are my brother. And he closes his eyes, and Bran tells him it is his choice. (laughs) He swears Sansa and Arya to secrecy and tells Bran to tell them. Do you think Sansa's going to say anything? She almost did. Like, I I felt like when she was talking to Tyrion on the... um, Oh, she does. She does. She did in this episode or another? No, we don't hear her, but she does because Tyrion and Varys talk about it. Oh, so, okay, so she did say after they cut the scene. Yes. Well, after the scene with Sansa and Tyrion, when she says that Mm -hmm. to him, they don't show it to you, but she tells him. Oh, I wish that was. Because the next scene is, or one of the... And then Varys is like, that's her. She says, how many people know? And he says, eight. And he says, oh, eight will become a hundred soon. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, and they start talking about it. Well... Yeah. She was sworn to secrecy. And now what? Yeah. And she's like, "Mm, no, I want what I want. John's going to be the king. I don't even know what's going to happen. Now I'm so confused. Um, Bronn finally made his presence, his appearance. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we were wondering what was going to happen. Yeah. I don't think, um, you know, it went as I thought it would. 
I actually was surprised that he didn't kill the Lannister brothers at that moment. <laughs> and instead, he makes another deal with them yeah, because he believes so. that Daenerys will win this war. And he doesn't believe in Cersei after all. I see rejection here because mm -hmm. Jamie felt like he and Bronn knew each other better than this. And Jamie seemed a bit su surprised that yeah. Bronn is playing dirty. Mm -hmm. And Bronn may not have any fight fighting days left in him but he does have killing days in him and he leaves an arrow just a bit shy to the yeah. right of his ear to prove it mm -hmm. and he punched Tyrion in the nose <laughs> i know he's all you broke my nose and he's all i did not yeah, I know. <laughs> i've broken many noses yeah, i know <laughs> yeah but um sansa and Tyrion, we were talking yeah she also rejects his opinion that daenerys is a good queen and she sure does, because, like, she opened her mouth. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, really surprised she did. I mean, so really, she wants what she wants more than her word to John. so. Yeah, and she thinks that he'd be better at ruling the Seven Kingdoms than Daenerys. Mm -hmm. Well, I can see her thinking that, but yeah. he doesn't really want to is the, it no. is the issue. He, I don't know. I don't think he will. I think it is going to be possibly Danny. Yeah. I think he wants to be kind of, it's kind of like how Arya is. Arya has her mission of what she wants to do, and I feel like Jon has his. Although, I mean, I would be happy if Jon did it, but I would be good, too, if, if it was Danny. I'm just really sad that they can't be together. I, that's the part that makes me sad for them. Oh, I still am happy about his first love. I'd rather see him resurrect yeah. her. I know, but she's... What's his real wife? That's his real wife, yeah. 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 So Which is very nice. Yeah. A real happy ending there. I know. So, okay, what about the dragon? What? How did Danny not see the ships from afar? It makes me mad. I was heartbroken. I know. Poor... Is it Regal? Regal. Regal. Regal, sorry. Poor Regal. Yeah. I mean, she is so mad. And she rides that dragon straight toward Euron, yeah. and we are ready for the fire to come out of that dragon's mouth and burn them all. Uh -huh. But she sees all the ships with those arrows pointing straight at them and rejects the idea and turns Drogon. Drogon? Now, am I saying that name right? I don't yeah. even know. Drogon yeah. away, narrowly missing the arrows fired. Jeez. Um, like 10 arrows. Yeah, there was a lot. Now, isn't there a way for her to have more? I don't like that she keeps losing babies and only has one left. I mean, I this is killing me. They're so amazing. And what are these arrows made of? They tore through the dragons and the ships. They're pretty powerful. Yeah. Scary. They're and made up just for... But they had... Didn't they have those... They only had like a one or two, I thought. Oh, so then they, they remade them. I think they were... I thought... Maybe that's why they needed the elephants... To help make oh, these things. Oh, that's good. But she didn't get I, her elephants. She You're didn't. right. You're right. Yeah. <gasps> that's so true. Yeah. I have to say something very, very bad, but Cersei is a fucking witch. <laughs> no, she is. <laughs> Thank you for saying it because she is. Oh my is. gosh. She is so out there. She rejects any approach from those ships and has Daenerys' dragon, Rago, killed. And they kidnap Masande. I know. <sighs> Grey Worm tells her to go down. And then I'm like, why go down? These ships are going to sink. And yeah. then he's looking for her. And mm -hmm. Daenerys Stormborn, you know, she made every effort to avoid bloodshed. And Cersei Lannister refused. And she thinks that is good that the people will see that. And they will have her... Cersei to blame when the skies fall down on yeah. them. Mm -hmm. Wow. Power to that preacher. She is pissed. Yes. Oh, I would be too. And so when they meet at the gates of King's Landing, Quyburn rejects the discussion from Tyrion and he says, Queen Daenerys demands to surrender and release Masande. And Queen Cersei demands a surrender or Masande will die right mm -hmm. here and right now. Mm -hmm. Tyrion rejects Quyburn's key observations and walks up to the castle yeah. and speaks to Cersei directly. He just heart to heart. Yeah. yeah. As if he still knows her. Um, there was a chance that they might get through to her. 
possibly, and help Masande. He was hoping. Yeah, that didn't work out so well in his favor, apparently, because, you know, he then speaks of her baby and brings the memory of her children. Mm -hmm. She is super sensitive when it comes to her kids. Yeah. And he's right about mm -hmm. that part. Yeah. But she's so protective and, and she loves her kids. And I just knew something was something bad was going to happen after that. Mm. Um, then Gregor Clegane, that monster of hers, mountain. was m- the mountain. Mm-hmm. He was ordered to behead Masande and she plummets to the ground and you could see the blood in the background. And I know. her hands were still tied together and Grey Worm. Oh, poor Grey Worm. Yeah. And as he turns his head, we see her head and body in two separate pieces fall Oof. to the ground. Kerplunk. And then Danny walks away so pissed and ready for battle. And I can't wait for Cersei to get what's coming to her. Yeah. You know, actually, Daenerys, she looked like she hadn't slept in days, honestly. Like, she just looked so fatigued. Like, and I think that was really good mm-hmm. for them to capture that. I mean, she had that fear in her eyes and seriousness, but she looked tired. Yeah. Um, so now that it was, you know, we finished the episode, what other things did you notice within? So John left ghost and yeah. didn't even pet him. And the internet is not happy. No, I think ghost seems a bit rejected. I know he looks so sad. Yeah, he's such a loyal protector to John and he hasn't paid any homage to him for serving the North. Yeah. He lost an ear for goodness sakes. Yeah. I know everybody loves those dogs, right? Or the wolves. And then um, the Hound and Arya riding off to kill Cersei and the Mountain. Yeah. And both say that they don't expect to come back. Hmm. When he says, so you're going to leave me for dead? Yeah. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) And then Bran, he says to Tyrion, don't envy me. I live in the past. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting. I'm like, what does that mean? It must mean something. It means if you hadn't done what you did, you wouldn't be here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't be who the person you are. I know. And then I wanted to tell you. Yes. That it's season five, episode eight, uh-huh. when the Night King raises the dead. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. All right. Season five. So. Did you watch that recently? I saw just the clip. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. letting me know. Because I wanted to know how far. Oh, my gosh. Is my brain that bad? Because I thought it was for the back. And I thought, oh, what if it really was seven? And I told her it was something. I'm like, no, it's it's season five. Oh, so. cool. It was a good episode. I can't wait to rewatch all of these. Yeah. Hey, listeners out there, if you have any awesome Starbucks memes on the Game of Thrones set, let us know. Send them to us. We want to yeah. see it on your Twitter. There were so many good ones. I put one up on our Instagram and I just made the logo say Giant's Milk Latte. So if you have any good (laughs) ones, let us know and share with us. Um, Hey, also, Sam and Gilly are expecting a baby. I knew it. Um, It was so cute. I could just tell something was going on with her, but um, Gilly said that she wants to name the baby John if it's a boy and then John is in hopes that they're having a girl. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But also, you know, Varys and Tyrion, when they're butting heads about who will be a better ruler, Tyrion is trying hard to maintain his loyalty. And Varys is so easily persuaded and he doesn't even seem to be a very loyal advisor at all. He says he's loyal to the realm. (sighs) He just gets on my nerves. I don't know. He's just a different guy. I, I just... I always... He's for the people. Saw him as being so That's conniving. I don't know about that. Yeah. Always, well, I was... I actually was surprised when I heard him say that. I said, really? I thought you were out for yourself. But, I know. But then maybe he is. Because he did try to plead for the people. So yeah. he really did. So I don't know. He when was, I go back and rewatch again, I'll pay attention to that. Well, I think he also would be a really good fester Adams. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's so, so funny. And I really think that yes. Macy Williams needs to be the next Wednesday. Oh my god. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. Yeah. I think we should do some memes on the Adams family. Oh gosh. 
put her face. Okay, so who I'm would gonna do be, that? Who would be? Um, so it would probably. So would Brienne or Sansa be um, uh, Morticia? Because there's tall. Oh, you know. Oh, I We're guess. We're gonna play with that. Yeah. Honestly, I, I mean, because then that means that. I think Cersei could be a good Morticia too, though. Well, she's not tall, though. Yeah, but or she who? Could still... Oh, Cersei. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She I was would... thinking of somebody tall because yeah. you know. That I think that'd be. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna play around Photoshop, you guys, and just kind of see what we can come up with because <laughs> yeah, I've been really funny. thinking about that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it just seems like Varys has no problem turning his back when he doesn't agree with how issues are being handled, and so I'm not sure about how I feel about him these days you just kind of like uh just doesn't seem very loyal mm-hmm. so diana yes brooke why do you love game of thrones because it makes my stomach burn danny's look at the end was killer she was seething and I was right there with her. I love that they write these characters so well that we feel for them. Just like when Brienne was with Jamie, I was blushing for her. Mm-hmm. Why do you love Game of Thrones? Well, I love their big budget. Yeah. They can do so many wonderful things yeah. with their special effects, their team, production, actors, characters. You know, the extras, I mean, you know, even as they're leaving Winterfell, they are, they pay so much attention to every little detail. Except for the Starbucks. Except for that. But you know what? That's minimal. I mean, that's a lot of work for everybody. So, yes, we saw one thing, but, you know, yeah. So keep your recordings, everyone, because HBO has apparently taken it off the on demand now so you will oh. not see any more starbucks Aww. cups on the table okay unless you keep yours in your dvr but i love game of thrones for so many reasons just i just i keep getting so inspired each week and that is all i talk about <laughs> and i get so yeah. happy when i meet another person who's a fan mm-hmm. who I least expected possibly yeah yeah so that is why I love Game awesome. of Thrones and if you could give an award to a character quote or a moment who or what would you give their quote for uh the award would go to Missande oh for her bravery facing death yeah and showing allegiance to her queen with her last word Dracarys yeah. Which means dragon fire and high valerian and basically means light her up. Yeah. I I second that. I do um, agree with you. I believe that she deserves. I mean, it was her last episode. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd have to say that her eyebrows were on point. <laughs> I'm like, can I just peel those She's off so and pretty. put them on yeah. mine? Because I love yeah. your eyebrows. And they were just banging when they had that close-up on her, and she just looked amazing. And when she did say it, I just got chills in my body. And I thought um, Drogo was going to... um, Sorry, Drogo. (laughs) Drogon was going to, like, start something right then and there, but I guess they didn't have enough to back them. And they had all the armory pointing at them. So... um, yeah. She was happy with her send-off, by the way. She was. Yeah, because I think some people were a little upset because she's a person of color. And it's like, oh, great, you're going to kill her. But she says, yeah, basically the show's going to end anyway. So if she has to go out, she wanted to have a monumental death. And she feels that that was. So, yeah. Um, well, and she always had Daenerys's back yeah. as her character. So People thought it would be Grey Worm, you know, between the two. Of course, because he's the, you know. I don't know why this world has to be unsullied. so about that. But, but okay. yeah. Um, I still I still think that um, Sansa had some really good moments in this episode. Yeah. And her strength is really coming through. Yeah. I just don't know what is going to happen with her. And I don't yeah. know where her character is going. I yeah. just don't want anything bad. I know. But I will hand her off um, an award for being strong. Yes. So what 
shows are you or other shows or movies have you seen oh my gosh so i watched cobra kai the first season last uh-huh. summer when it was out and i loved it mm-hmm. so for anyone that doesn't know it's um uh an extension of karate the karate kids and um you know it's um is it danny larusso so mm-hmm. yep and um I don't know the blonde. I know. For some reason, I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, it's, and I know his name. I just can't think of it right at the moment. But those two, 30 years later, I mean, and it's so cool to see that. Anyway, so I watched it the first season last summer, and I I knew it was coming out. The second season was coming out. It's on YouTube, um, YouTube Premium. It used to be called YouTube Red. And uh, I had to subscribe for a month so I could see it. And I put it on and I watched five episodes back to back and I stayed up really late on Friday. I'm like, I wanted to watch more. And wow. um, I they're, they're like 35 minutes each. They're not super long, but I am just so hooked. Ugh. I think because I just love the characters. I didn't realize how much I love the characters from way back then, but you are just totally in it. And it's... I got to check it, it out. It has so... So many millions of views because, you know, it's YouTube, so you can see how many people watched it. That's cool. So many people are watching it. Huh. And what's cool is that it's a new generation watching it, too. Nice. Because they're teaching uh, young people, you know, each of them are teaching their brand of uh, martial arts. Nice. So it's very cool. Ah. I just love it. And it's just actually kind of a fun family thing to watch too okay so i keep saying that i'm gonna get yeah. it i gotta but i need to just subscribe you can get i think 30 days for you know Whatever. trial mm-hmm. yeah okay so so i'm watching that and that is just at the top of my list right now um i will say i saw the world of dance and i saw the finale and it was really good and what i love about the world of dance it's a family show too um but i love j-lo and i love Derek huff and neo they're really good judges and they're always so kind uplifting and positive so i really like that about them cool so that is basically what i am watching and what are you watching okay so for the show that i'm watching and it's only aired once a week so it's not like you can just binge it um, and subscribe to it it's called well it's on pbs whoa (laughs) shocker (laughs) and it's called les miserables so Uh les miserables okay yeah um it's a story it's a movie um but this is is based on the musical yeah oh it's crazy good and i i'm so sorry that i'm not prepared to tell you who the actors are but you've seen the actors before like one of the actors he was the main character he was martin luther king in selma and then the other actors you've seen their faces but i just don't know their names but i highly recommend it because it is so freaking good so what i did was i I knew that it was going to be on, like it was a new, it's a new show. And I um, failed to watch episode one. So I'm like, well, let me just check it out. Episode two. And it was on demand. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to check it out. I was so hooked. Just, and I didn't even know what's going on. I love when shows do that. Oh, yeah. I love it when shows do that. Episode one was, or episode two was so good. Um, and then I watched three and then I went back. I had to wait like four days until episode one was aired. So then I finally saw episode one, and that makes more sense now. Like, I mm-hmm. get it. But it's really good, and I highly recommend it. Um, it is PBS, so it's kind of hard to track it down. It's not always free, but oh, um, okay. you can find it on demand, and it just may not be in sequence, and you can always record it if you want to see it later. But I recommend it. Like, check it out. It's a drama. It kind of reminds me of, um, like, what we're watching now, Game of yeah. Thrones. It's just the okay. time... Not necessarily the time, but it's like, you know, that British masterpiece Mm -hmm. theater. So it's so good. I totally think that it's worth it. Um, The movie that I watched was um, called White Boy Rick. I've heard of it. Okay. With Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. And it's about a single father who is struggling to raise his two teenagers during the crack epidemic in the 80s in Detroit. And... Um, Matthew McConaughey's character, he's a gun salesman, an illegal gun salesman, just to make ends meet. And um, the FBI 
um, you know, got wind of him and they ended up somehow working with his son and his son is a teenager and they made him his, an undercover drug informant yeah. um, in exchange to keep his dad out of prison. Mm-hmm. He does what they say. It's crazy. This world, like this is supposed to be a true story. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. And I'm like, the government is doing what? They hired a kid to... Yeah. I was just blown away mm-hmm. by this story. It didn't look like it had very good ratings, but I thought it was worthy of a good movie. Oh, okay. So yeah. you liked it. Okay. Yeah, I okay. did. I stayed up super late, you know, to the point where you're like... <laughs> You're nodding off and they have to yeah. rewind because you're like, what the heck happened? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when the son, he gets in too deep, he finds himself, you know, just into that busy life with money mm-hmm. and everything that goes along with it. So check it out. It's on demand. I don't know if it's I think it's stars, actually, if you have stars. I'm not sure. OK, well, no. when it becomes on something that. Yeah. Then check check it out. OK. For sure. Put it on your list. Okay. Of things to watch. I'll do so. that. Yeah. Hmm. I forgot to mention, I did watch uh, Avengers Endgame again. again. I went to the movies. Yay. I sat in the VIP section. Good job. With my son this time. So, because he was not happy that uh, we went without him. So. Oh, my word. Yeah, I took him. He's all, Mom, why didn't he go <laughs> the first time? He wasn't home. And then he was like, you went without me. So oh, I'm my like, god! I'm like, okay, okay, let's go again. I need to watch it again. Let's go. And do you know what? I'm not going to go again to the movie theaters and pay money, but I would. I, I want to see it again. Already. Go. Go get yeah. an early bird special. It's only like <laughs> seven bucks. I know. I'll go with you. So, anyways. <laughs> so, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We will be uploading a new episode Tuesday, May 21st. Our next show will be on Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 5. We only have two more episodes people you can find our website listed in our show notes see you next time bye Bye.